The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans. Yay! And Bills land. <laughs> there is my good friend, Mr. Brandon Rogers. I am Matt Johnson. We are your Colts fans in Bills land. Happy 4th of July weekend. So you always all, everybody had a nice, uh, enjoyed their time celebrating the 4th of July. Uh, we have a quick episode for you all again, because, uh, there's still any shit going on. Sorry. This, this is the way, this is the way the football world's working. All right. There's no drama with the Colts right now. The nobody's holding out. It's, 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 it's too squeaky clean. Yep. Hey, I am not mad at that. You know? No. No, I have no issues with that at all. Uh, no problems is good. You know, we could be like uh, the Green Bay Packers who don't know Ooh. who their starting quarterback is going to be. We could be uh, the Houston Texans who have five quarterbacks and don't. Don't touch me, Deshaun. Leave me alone. We could be like the Buffalo Bills and your backup quarterback is better than your quarterback one. Way to go, Mitch. Woohoo! My man, Mitch. You know, but we're the Colts. We are the Indianapolis Colts, and everything is peachy in Colts land. So, uh, Brandon had uh, topic choice today. Why don't you let him know what we're doing here for uh, this week's episode? Well, you know, uh, we are celebrating Fourth of July, and it's one of my favorite holidays. I love it. You know, you see fireworks, you get drunk, eat good food. You know, it's fantastic. What's not to like? Right. So, in the spirit of that, I want to talk about my favorite Colts players currently on the roster. We're going to talk about our five favorite Colts players on the active roster. Love it. No, it's a good one. It's a good one. We haven't done this one yet. We've done a lot of little list things and stuff. We haven't really actually done this one. We've done excitement for current Colts players, you know, draft trade acquisitions that we've enjoyed this and that. But we haven't really, uh, myself and Brandon haven't really disclosed who our top five favorites are on this team. So I think it's a great idea. You know, 4th of July is all about celebrating things with people that you love, you know, talking about the things that you love and say myself and Brandon are going to talk about the players that we love on our Indianapolis Colts. So Brandon, uh, why don't you kick us off my friend with your number five. All right. Number five, uh, relatively new, but I just love the way that he played last year. I love the way that he turned himself in and out the locker room. Hopefully it's going to be a mainstay for our offense for a bit. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, what's not to like about him? He's crazy good. Uh, he's awesome. He's smart. He, he's he's a good guy. Yes. I, I like Jonathan Taylor a lot. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be on everybody's list at this point, right? 
Um, he is on mine. He is a spot ahead. But yeah, I mean, how could you not like Jonathan Taylor, especially with a rookie season like that? How exciting it just was to have like a like a true RB one. Like we have uh, we've had talented running backs over the last couple of years. Frank Gore, um, you know, Marlon Mack, Marlon Dime Mack, Naeem Hines. Right. It, so many Trent, you know, uh, <laughs> we've had talented guys in, at, at the running back position. And, you know, we it's been a long time since we had like that one that's going to that's going to do some stuff. Right. Make puts do some damage, so to speak, and get get acknowledgement. We've always had those kind of middle of the road kind of guys. But uh, you did say the name of my number five, who I appreciate very much. It is Marlon Mack. All right. Marlon Mack is my top five in a spirit animal sense of way. Um, I was really sad at the idea of losing Marlon Mack because, again, I know football is not this wonderful. You know, uh, everybody gets a, you know, gets a happy ending. No, unless you're Robert Kraft, but, um, <laughs> you know, or, you know, or Deshaun Watson, uh, alleged, allegedly, 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 um, you know, uh, not everybody gets that happy. Ending. And for, for Marlon Mack to see him go down last year, broke my heart empathetically, not as a, not just as a fan of the, of the Indianapolis Colts, but as a, um, just a human, I, I guess the human being, right. I, I see this guy who, um, you could just tell that the Colts, they, they, they like him, but they mm-hmm. don't like trust him as their RB one quite yet. That's why they went and got Jonathan Taylor. He's in a contract year and he blows out his ACL in the first game. And it, it hurt because, you know, I have so many fond memories of Marlon Mack, right? He was playing second fiddle to Frank Gore for a couple of years, for a year or two. And Marlon Mack honestly single-handedly won us that game against the Kansas city chiefs in 2019. So that's my fondest memory of Marlon Mack. He just ran the damn ball. Um, and I was elated that he decided to come back. I was elated that he decided to come back on a deal that was far, far less than I think that he's worth. And, um, he was willing to, you know, it's important to, I think it says a lot about a player when they're, when they're willing to take a pay cut to stay with the team. That means they believe in the team. Uh, they love being with the team. You know, it's so hard. It sometimes is like a, as a starving artist to be like, oh man, man, you know, I'm always like, make your money, make your money, but it's really cool. Uh, to see a guy like Marlon Mack, who a lot of people have, you know, kind of just written off at this point, getting a chance at redemption. And, uh, you know, he came back to a team that 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 I think a lot of the fans hold him near and dear to the heart. So my number five, Marlon Mack. Absolutely. And, um, dude, it would be awesome to see him come back and just show a glimpse of what he was because he was so explosive, so dynamic. Yeah. I mean, uh, he was backing up Frank Gore. You know, I was pushing for, all right, we got to start Mac. This Mac kid is great. He busts out like a 30-yard run out of nowhere. And, he, you know, he he's electric. I, I hope that he can bounce back from a terrible injury and, um, you know, show why he he was that that awesome, electric, just fantastic running back to watch on the field for us. Agreed. Yeah. No, I I love Marlon Mack. And you, you do a great choice for number five. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. What do you got for number four? Uh, number four. This is a guy that makes just makes plays all he does is just make plays uh kenny moore what more can you ask for the the best i'm I'm putting this out there right now the best slot corner in the game by far you know i know you know pff doesn't really hold him in high regard yeah but he's number one he's just uh, that pick from the from derek off Derek carr and darren waller 
in the end zone. Oh my God. Fantastic. That Kansas city game, you know, that Matt kind of crushed for us. Yeah. Um, like Kenny Martin, he sacked Mahomes twice that game. I believe he never became so. a cornerback, you know, sacking all the time, but he, he's so quick off that edge and no one accounts for him. You know, he, he reminds me of mighty mouse. He's just, he's a, he's a smaller guy, but damn it. He, he plays like a giant out there. I love it. Wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. That's a good one. That's, I mean, how could you not like Kenny more? He is he's one of those kind of unsung heroes. Much, much in the same light as Marlon Mack, much in the same light as Marlon Mack, where people just don't talk about him enough. They're, they're, they're not these big name, you know, they don't have these huge names attached to them. They're not your Patrick Petersons or, uh, you know, just these, you know, Jalen Ramsey's, uh, you know, I, I need they don't have these special, uh, these just huge, huge names behind them. And people are just like, yeah, they're average. And it, that's, yeah, you know, my friends will say, who? I say, oh, Kenny Moore is amazing. Who? Yeah. Kenny, Kenny Moore. Get the yeah. Go watch, go watch him play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go, go watch his film. And uh, yeah, the whole lot. I love that one. I love that choice. Uh, moving on to my number four. This is where I have Mr. Jonathan Taylor. All right. For all the reasons that Brandon pretty much said, uh, I do. A couple of people brought up some interesting facts about Jonathan Taylor against uh, certain defenses, which I'm very curious about. So this year is going to be a huge prove it deal. I think he had, you know, a lot of his rushing yards came against weaker defensive teams. Um, so he's got a, actually, he has a lot to prove this year. <laughs> he has a little bit to prove this year, honestly. Um, and I didn't realize this. I think, uh, was it Zach Hicks? I think brought it up. I think uh, I saw that. I saw that you saw it too, but regardless, you know, Taylor emerged last year. It was dominant. It was fun. And uh, I'm actually like, like, like you're rooting for the guy. Obviously there are Colts players. You want to root for the guy, but like I'm actually rooting for this guy now because there's Colts media and Colts people that just doubt him at this point. And what better way to prove it than going out there and doing it all over again. So uh, Jonathan Taylor, I hope he's with us for a very, very long time. You are my number four. Uh, and, and, you know, I saw that little article, but um, you got to think about it. He was coming into the, the coronavirus season True. where he didn't have a training camp. He didn't really have his legs out underneath. His first year in the NFL, first year in this offense, it, there was a learning curve, you know, towards the back end of the, the season. That's when he turned it on. It wasn't because it, it could be because they were weaker defenses or maybe he finally, you know, it clicked for him. He's all right. This is how I'm supposed to play. This is, this is how I'm supposed to do. And he was coached on up. He was able to get some reps and he finally turned it on. You know, right. I, I've got all the faith in the world for like, you know, as do keeping I. that hot streak going for sure. As do I. Uh, number three, uh, like you said, we have a lot of unsung heroes on our on our team. You know, people that aren't talked about in the, the main media, mainstream media. And this guy is the second. But actually, no, he is the best defensive tackle in the league. Not named Aaron Donald, who's just a Martian. The DeForest Buckner is obviously the best. The absolute best. I love that he, you know, Chris Ballard was aggressive and, and picked him on up, made that trade. Most aggressive move I think he's ever made. The Carson Even more aggressive than his move on his wife. It's crazy. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, boy. You're not wrong. <laughs> you but are no. not wrong. The Carson Wentz one was ballsy. The, the Chris Ballard one was, I got this. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm here for it. I mean, you saw what he did to our defense when he's on the field. He's a monster. It, it takes two, three people to block him. He's just steady. He's so long. He's so big. That's what my wife says. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, it's just it, 
watching what he turned our, our defense into, you know, he's not a very vocal leader. You don't see him out there rah-rahing a lot. He goes out there and he handles his business. And that's awesome. And I, I just love the fact that he's now on our team because hell, he's made my Madden squad so much better. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Of course, I appreciate Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I can assure you he is on my list as well. Um, yeah, DeForest Buckner was a cool one because when it first happened on my uh defensive because I think they acquired him last year before like they got a, they got Phillip Rivers. Um, I think that was I think right, I think that's what they did. That was their first big move yep. offseason last year. And I was like, Oh, you know, I'm such an offensive minded guy. I I'm such a you know, being a fantasy football guy, I I'm a sucker for names. I'm trying to be better about it, but um, I'm, I'm a sucker for big names. When I heard DeForest Buckner, you know, I knew how talented he was. But I'm like, okay, this is what he's doing. Giving up a first round pick for DeForest Buckner, who obviously San Francisco has no interest in. Um, but I was pleasantly happy. And I'll, I'll, I'll further elaborate on him. Excuse me, in just a moment. My number three, I'm going to go uh, Darius Leonard, the maniac. Uh, very, very proud of how he's, you know, kind of his career has kind of unfolded so far. He's earned his payday. It's come, you know, it's coming his way. And, and it's so cool because it's cool, but it's not cool. All right. So when a player is missing on our, on our, on our team, there's a huge difference. I mean, that's a depth issue first and foremost, but secondly, it shows how important and pivotal a piece is um, to our team. And Darius Leonard is one of those guys who are very noticeable when they're not on the field. Certain things happen. Players miss assign, you know, defensive players miss their assignments and 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 you know who they're supposed to cover, blown coverages and stuff. Darius Leonard literally goes out there. I watched him, I think, against Tennessee. Might have been against the second Tennessee game last year. And we our team was wiped. COVID, you know, injuries, all that stuff. And Leonard's putting cornerbacks and other linebackers in position. He's like, hey, you go here. And like, why is the plays being called? You know how hard that is. You're you're an all you you are a very very good. You're a Pro Bowl, right? I think he's been to a Pro Bowl. Pro yeah, Bowl, all pro, pro. Bowl, all pro. Yeah. And, and, and you know, he's often gets disrespected, but he belongs up there. You know how hard it is to be good, as good as he is, and have to do other people's jobs for them. It's difficult, but that's the signs of a leader. And he always produces. Every time I've seen him limp off the field, I'm just like, oh fuck, this game's over. And a few times I've been right, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, Darius Leonard, number three. Um, just very, very proud of how he, you know, his, is coming out of the team. It's been a couple years now. He's just hitting his peak, which is exciting to see. And, uh, man, I can't wait to see what, what he does for us in the years going forward. So, Darius Leonard, not my number three. Great pick. Great, great pick. Um, my number two. The man, the myth. A legend. I've never seen YouTube highlight videos of offensive linemen, but God damn BQ watching him maul people and just break the wills of defensive. Like defensive linemen are huge. Yes. He throws them around like they're kids. And he, I mean, there's a play that circulated on Twitter last week of him blocking three guys on one play. Like, are you kidding me? This guy <laughs> is not playing like it's his third year in the league. He He's the best offensive lineman I've ever seen before. Yeah. The way that he transformed our, our offense, like not just the offensive line, our offense just changed once we got big Q. And no matter if it's 
Rivers behind him, Brissett, Luck, uh, Marlon Mack, or or you know Naheem Hines or or Taylor. They know. All right, let me just make sure I stick behind Big Q. Yeah, hand on the back, hand on the back, looking looking where to shift to. Yeah, and just watching him destroy people, and you know he doesn't miss a game. He's been healthy this entire time. Uh, He just goes to work. There's no drama with him. He just shows up, eats pancakes, and kills people. That's what he does. Puts in a big old horseshoe lipper. You know, like, all right, let me put this down in here. I'm going to go down. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fuck you out here. <laughs> and the way that the offensive line is just, you know, taking, you know, uh, taking his lead and just followed behind him. Like, it's insane. And never like it from an offensive lineman. I've never studied offensive lineman before. And so we drafted Big Q and I'm all in. I'm all about it. I'm going to have an offensive lineman jersey because of Quentin Nelson. It's amazing. He deserves every accolade, all the money, back of the Brinks truck. I don't care. Like, give it to Big Q. He's the man. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. Uh, yeah, I do have Big Q on this list as well. So that leaves uh, my number two at, at DeForest Buckner. Um, and that's pretty much a spoiler for my number one. Um, but yes, DeForest Buckner is another one, just like Darius Leonard. A uh, you know uh, when he's when he's not on the field, there's concern. it changes. It yeah. changes. Derrick Henry does not rip off two hundred something yard games on the Colts if DeForest Buckner's on the field. It's it's, it's proven. All right, uh, maybe not two hundred, but you know having these big S games. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's so crazy to think how like okay I thought our defense was a couple years ago and then Buckner came along and I'm like you know again that that defense was was crap it was not good how are we getting by with Marcus Hunt and all these you know <laughs> in in some of these pieces like how do we get by for so long and be considered a top 10 defense with some of these players at, at, the, at the forefront and uh so I'm, I'm very happy to, to say that DeForest Buckner's on our team I can't wait to go see him live in an action this year and uh Man, what a what a great guy. And he loves Indianapolis too. He's eating it up. He wasn't one of those jaded guys, you know, he got where he's like, Oh, I hate San Francisco for trading me. He wasn't one of those guys who made a scene. He came to Indianapolis, put on his work boots, and just went to work. You know what I mean? He just he just he has been nothing but work since he has shown up here. And I I, I love it. His is it's it's inspiring. It's an inspiring kind of uh kind of because he doesn't sound like a vocal leader. He doesn't come off like a vocal leader, but I feel like he's one of those guys who are those do as I do, um, but you don't have to do as I say because I don't say much yeah. kind of guys. So, um, no, you know, and uh, like more behind the scenes, you know, I he invited Carson Wentz and his family to dinner, yeah. you know, and he came out to the meeting and said, yeah, I know. I love Carson, like the way that he is. And, you know, he sent the table, the, the, the gauntlet down for the team. Like, hey, this is our guy now. We're going to accept him. We're going to go to war for him. And that was a big statement by the force. He didn't have to come out and say that, but he did. Yeah. He wanted to make sure that, you know, Carson's confident and, you know, we've got our, his back. This is his team, and we're we're in we're in it now. So get ready, league. We're gonna take you by storm, for sure. So, um, and that's the kind of that's the that's the right kind of guy you want in your corner. All right, you don't want a kicker in your corner. You don't want a punter in your corner. You want one of the best defensive linemen in all of pro football in your corner. So, yes, DeForest Buckner, my number two. Nice, nice. Well, that leaves my number one. Probably not any kind of surprise. You know, he was Matt on Matt's list at number three. Everyone knows how much I love Darius Leonard. 
his yes. attitude, his skill, his talent, his tenacity. You know, this is a guy that wasn't predicted to be, you know, in the league. You know, one of the worst picks, the worst pick, according to Bleacher Report, mm-hmm. uh, in his Never draft. That. You know, we took him in the second round. Oh, my God, what are you guys doing? Never heard of this guy. Oh, what does he do? He becomes an all-pro. But they snub him for the Pro Bowl. So he puts that on his shoulder, says, ah, screw that. I'm going to come out even better now. And he did. He played even better second year than his first year. You know, and he keeps on getting better and better. And like you said, when he's not on the field, the defense just looks totally discombobulated. Yeah. Different. But when he's there, just he brings the juice. It's a totally different atmosphere. You see him just bouncing all around. Like he, he just can't stop moving. He's like a little kid out there playing football and just destroying people, making plays. That That's Houston game. You know, he single-handedly won us that Houston game by stripping uh, Will oh Fuller. God. How could I forget? You know? You know, that was amazing. He punched uh, it right out, right? right out. Punch out. Yep. He knew what he was doing, you know, and that's what he, he just attacks the football. A Raiders game two years ago, uh, Josh Jacobs was, you know, running on the field. They were going to go down to either tie this game up or, or win the game. Peanut punch, bam. There it goes. Darius Leonard's ball now. You know, he had that crazy pick where he was literally falling to the ground, caught it and scooped up one arm. It's just, it's insane. All the game-changing plays he, he makes. Right. And our defense would look drastically different if it wasn't for him. Our record would look drastically different if it wasn't for him because these these plays, literally the difference between us winning and losing the game. We go to the playoffs because of Darius Leonard. You know, it's insane uh, how great he is and mind-boggling to watch. And, you know, some people discount him all the time and keep on doing it because he's, he's reading all those notes. <laughs> he's making a list. And you're just making them that much better. Oh man, his social media is so is so fun. I you know it's not even what Darius Leonard says. If you go on to search in his Twitter, go look at what he likes. Go look at the posts that he likes. Um, go go look at the posts that he likes. And every single post <laughs> that he likes is is a shot at him by some disgruntled douchebag fan or some kind of uh, um, reporter who got his you know got his degree in reporting from. Some I, I don't know some, some <laughs> dunk, dunk, yeah some University of Phoenix online or so I don't know some cr- some shitty like hey hey that's where I got my degree okay don't oh, you don't did? trash yeah Phoenix you did no absolutely not don't say that <laughs> you know I may have a guitar conscience <laughs> itt tech there we go there you go all right yeah. <laughs> What was those? What, what were those old commercials back in the day where the guys would yell at you? Like, go to college. Go to college. What are you doing? Do it now. Pick up the phone. What are you waiting <laughs> for? You, you're like sitting there watching Dexter's Laboratory on Cartoon Network, and this dude's like, yo, pick up the phone and go to college. Mommy, the screen guy scared me. <laughs> I just want to watch the show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it was, you know, it, this, these people that I don't, I don't know where they get their opinions in. Oh, oh yeah, sidebar. Darius Leonard over Leighton Van Resch. Suck it, Cowboys fan. Oh, my God. How great does that feel? Because they were tooting that horn so hard. Oh. Leighton Van Resch is better. Wait till he gets healthy. He's going to be so good. I can't wait. Oh, my. Uh, where's that fifth-year option? Oh, not coming to Leighton Van Resch. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, my number one uh, is is Quentin Nelson. Big Q. Uh, I'm a big dude. I can relate. Guy likes to eat. I, I would imagine so. And just the toughness, right? I was like, oh, shoot. When we got Ryan Kelly, I got excited a little bit because he's a center. But centers can't just do the thing on their own, right? They can't do the thing. But when Quentin Nelson came up, I was like, 
why is Chris Ballard doing all of this? Right. Cause it, that was the Sam Darnold trade, I think. Right. Yep. It involved yep. them just switching back. I think what they had the third pick and they switched back to the sixth. Yep. I think it was. And they just grafted big Q there. And we were, we, you know, we, we, there was all sorts of rumors. What are they going to do a wide receiver out of this draft class? A running, but some kind of defensive player that we need. Um, but they went offensive line and, you know, for me, the, the, uh, Growing up, I never viewed the importance of the offensive lineman, right? I never viewed the importance of it. It didn't matter to me because these guys weren't names. They weren't superstars. They didn't have big brands. Their faces weren't on cereal boxes. But now Quentin Nelson helped give me appreciation for the lineman position and uh, and what they do, and he's done some incredible things, you know. Uh, we don't win games with, with you know, when Quentin Nelson – another one, Quentin Nelson's not out there. I think he's been pretty healthy throughout his run so far, but, you know – we're not winning. We're not going to the playoffs twice in the last three years. If Quentin Nelson is not on our team. So, um, so that's my number one, you know, of course there's so many other ones we, we love and behold, like I, I can give some love to T I mean, of course, T Y Hilton, uh, the longest tenure Colt, I think on the team at this point, Yep. uh, you know, Naheem high and some of these lesser known guys. And of course my excitement for Carson Wentz knows no bounds at right now, but, um, he's going to have to earn Doyle. my Jack Doyle, Moyle, Cox, Moyle one Cox. of my favorites. I yeah. still I love him. Absolutely. You know, there's just there's so many pieces of this team that I, I, I truly adore. And I really love this team top to bottom. And, uh, you know, but the, these are my top. These are our, our top five. And, you know, speaking of top to bottom next week, I think we're going to pull the trigger and myself and Brandon are going to try and piece together our own respective 53 man Woo. 2021 rosters. We're almost at camp time. Buckle up, kids. Buckle, Buckle up. up. So we'll go, but we'll go position by position. Uh, that's what we'll do. We'll go position by position by position. See who we keep. Who's on the active starting roster, and uh, we'll just kind of go from there. So it should be a little bit of homework to involved, but uh, should be a good time. So our fifty-three man roster projections projections are next week. So, nice. all right, everybody. Uh, Brandon, send them off. Well. Nothing's going to beat uh, my top five favorite Colts list, but I'm decided I'm going to do my top three favorite Bills memories. You know, I'm always shitting on the Bills. Not nice of me. So let me go through my three favorite memories of, uh, you know, being a, uh, a, a resident here in Bills land. Uh, number three, Vontae Davis's storied career as a Buffalo Bill. You know, I think it lasted a half. Uh, I remember being at that game. Uh, they were playing the, the San Diego Chargers at the time. And Vontae Davis was, you know, he, he was on the sidelines for the first half. Second half, no Vontae. Where'd he go? I don't know. Oh, he decided that playing with the Bills is so shitty. He'd just retire at <laughs> halftime. He didn't do that when he was with the Colts. Just retire. Walk on. Oh, he did not. Uh, number two. Uh, playoff game, uh, the first playoff game, uh, no, no, the second playoff, no, the first playoff game of Josh Allen's career against the Houston Texans two years ago. I, uh, the Bills had a pretty nice lead. They thought they were going to win the thing. And then the Deshaun Watson decided to be Deshaun Watson, come back. And Josh Allen decided to throw the ball while he's running out of bounds backwards for some stupid reason, because he's stupid, Josh Allen. And they lost. It was great. Made me laugh a lot. Made me some money too. So way to go. My number one, Bills memory of all time, the Super Bowl. The Bills are in the Super Bowl. They're in, and they're going to win. You know, they get they've got a nice little easy, easy chip in field goal. Easy, I can make this field goal. 
You know, man, you can make this field goal. My, my son, Bryson, he's two years old. Pretty damn sure he can make that field goal. What happened? Wide right, wide right. Bills lose. No Super Bowls for you, Bills. Suck it. That's number one. That's number one. All right. That was a fantastic list. A little bonus list for all you um, all you listening at home. I call it a boner list because I get so happy when I think about it. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> well, that's a wrap, everybody, uh, on this week's episode. 53-man roster projections next week. Uh, and this has been another episode of Colts fans. Yay! In Bill's land. Wide right. <laughs>